Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the below-par Louis Fox. <laughs> wow, you just described my golf game. I'm a champion. I'm a champion. No, that's not a good thing. <laughs> you oh, are. No, I guess, oh, no, I guess you're right. If you're below-par, you are you're doing very well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a good, are you a good golfer? Oh, so good. Are you really? No, I'm horrible. Uh, I've been, I think I've been twice. But you know, today, <laughs> I was driving in to meet you uh, for coffee today, and I saw a dude walking dragging a garbage bag and holding like a wood golf club like nice. a, like a driver yeah and i'm like that's the guy you got to be scared of is the dude with the golf club dragging a garbage a bag a golf club could mess you up i think a golf club might be better than a baseball bat honestly till 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 the shaft bends and then it's garbage well you can still use it you just, just you know. with, yeah. with the shaft. <laughs> nice yeah so i'm you, not very good at uh, golfing but i have been hit in the face with the golf ball on the golf course before oh nice is that when you're putting your face right in front of the tee no dude the guy yelled four and instead of ducking i turned around and it bounced and literally boom right in right below my eyeball is that what gave you the sty yeah, that's why i have my ass <laughs> i have this ongoing sty <laughs> It's having reoccurring trauma from my childhood. It's reliving that, getting hit in the face. So what have you been up to this week? So speaking about getting hit in the face, I got the craziest story that happened to me. I was in Vancouver, Canada, hanging out with a mutual friend of ours, Trevor Waters, who is a Canadian postman. Mm -hmm. I had to run an errand to like the London Drug, which is like the Office Max or Uh like, you know, the Best Buy. And, uh, Wait, the London drug is just all electronics? No, the upstairs is all electronics. It's like upstairs is electronics, downstairs is like, you know, drugs. You know? Okay. And uh, so whatever, we're waiting around and, you know, I had to get a thumb drive and I had to put something on the thumb drive. So I was doing it right there at the counter. Okay. And so this woman comes in and she's being very racist and disrespectful to the staff. Mm-hmm. And so much, she's like, you don't look like a person that belongs working here. You don't even speak English. I want to talk to somebody who looks like me, you know? I like how people complain to people who they're like, you don't even speak English. Well, why don't you yell them in Spanish so yeah, they can understand you? Exactly. So our friend, Trevor, goes, hey, lady, you need to tone it down. Like, you're being super racist and inappropriate right now. Yep. You need." And so she just, all her aggression that was focused on the mm-hmm. employee then is now redirected to Trevor. And she was just like an old lady. I mean, she's probably in her mid seventies, dude. And she walks up and she's like, what the fuck did you say? I'm not being fucking racist, blah, blah, blah. And she's like a foot from his face. And this is a COVID time, Uh right? And she, this woman definitely has COVID, (laughs) right? And, and he's like, whoa. And so like, and then I step in, I go, Hey ma'am, you need to back up. You were being inappropriate. These are the things that you said. That is, Uh that is racist. And she, and she goes, she takes a step back. And then she goes to punch me, which I see a mile away, yeah, right? It's she's like, super old she's and slow. Yeah. But as she goes to punch me, her dentures just chew out of her mouth. Oh. And in one swoop, she catches the dentures in mid-punch and then goes, I'm going to bite you. And then she uses the dentures. And she does it like a like a chattering it's teeth. Like, it's in like her a hand. Mortal Kombat finishing. Yeah, move. that's what I thought. That's exactly like finish him. Ah, I'm gonna bite him face off. And then uh, 
But then we were just like, we were just like, what? And then she kicked my backpack. Oh. And then she went to slam my computer too, but I grabbed it luckily. Uh-huh. And then what I thought was amazing is that the assistant manager finally came over and we just were like, hey, just so you know, she she was trying to physically assault us. She kicked my backpack. She was being super racist and inappropriate. He's like, I'll deal with it. And he be, continued to help her. <laughs> Continue to help her. I'm like, like, would you kick her out of the storm? Like, what is this? Yes. Yes, I do agree he doesn't speak English. He's our worst employee yeah. here. And he doesn't look like he belongs here. That is true. We fired him three days ago. He definitely does not belong here. It's like, uh, I'm like uh, the American to me is like, we should sue this place. We could own this London drug. And, and like, uh, Trevor's Canadian. He's like, no, she said she was sorry. You know, it's fine. <laughs> No harm, no foul. (laughs) And so I think that like is uh, that that Canadians being the nicest people is just a marketing ploy, right? It is, right? Just to get people in because I've been jumped in Canada and this lady, right? (laughs) Two times. How many times have you been to Canada? Two times. Two times times I've been there. (laughs) She tried to eat my heart. No, because I told you when I got jumped, like me, uh, the guy we were hanging out with today, Kurt. Yeah. Kurt and I got jumped. Essentially, the cops broke it up. Uh-huh. Cops arrested the guy. And I was like, what are you going to do with him? He's like, we're just going to drive him to the outside of town and drop him off. I'm like, it's not a squirrel. <laughs> it's not a st- <laughs> go and get it. Yes. I don't think he's going to forget his way back to his Unless home. Unless they're going to go like full old yeller and like shoot him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we'd all be better off if that happened. We're going to drive him to the end of town. If he doesn't go, he's going to go. So I'm wondering what's going on with Canada. That's all I'm wondering. All right. All right. Let's get into the stories, Louis. Let's do it. For some weird news. This story comes from Corant.com. That's a news source more reliable than a clean and sober school bus driver. Yeah, or more reliable than me correctly saying what the website is. (laughs) This is the Harvard Corant. Come on. You've never heard of this? Is that, did I say it right? Corant? I have no idea. C-O-U-R-A-N-T. Corant. Yeah. All right, so this does come from Bridgeport, Connecticut, which I actually weirdly am there quite a bit. Are you involved in this story? I am. Actually, I'm the head of the bus driving union in (laughs) in, uh, that area. Headline, bus driver who was on CT's I-95, he didn't know his gummy snacks included THC. That's why you have to read the full label. It said gummy bears 28 milligrams of THC. Using the word bear as carries. Ah, gotcha. Well, thank you for spelling that out for me. You need a you need a thesaurus <laughs> to get through these weed labels. <laughs> All right, so it says a commercial bus driver has been charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment after blacking out behind the steering wheel while snacking on gummies he says he didn't know were infused with THC. That's a classic stoner move, though. Like, I forgot I made the weed brownies, and I ate the brownies, I got more stoned. I didn't think that weed that I was smoking had THC in it. I thought that was like decaf weed. I thought they were virgin gummy bears. <laughs> I thought it had T. I thought I thought it had LSD in it. <laughs> Imagine my surprise when the world just slowed down instead of melting. 
Jin Huan Chen appeared Tuesday in Bridgeport Superior Court after being arrested at his home in Boston. How the hell did he get home? I mean, apparently stoners are the, the homing pigeon of the human world. That's, this, this story is very confusing, by the way, now that I'm like fully paying attention to it. <laughs> Chen was driving 38 passengers from the Mohegan Sun Casino on March 13th when he stopped the bus on the side of Interstate 95 in Stratford. Police said they found Chen slumped unconscious in the driver's seat next to an open package of Smokies Edibles cannabis-infused fruit chews. This feels like a setup. I mean, I just watched that movie about the people who tried to kill um, Kim Jong-nan the other night. Oh, yeah. This is the exact same thing. All the old casino ladies for the Mohican Sun poisoned him and then left the package. Yeah, possibly. I mean, but I think with that name, Smokies, Edibles, Cannabis-Infused Fruit Chews, you know, you know they probably got super... I'm going to look up the packaging real quick. <laughs> All right, Louis, I'm looking at the packaging, and it does sort of... It, it is a little misleading. It looks like they might be cough drops or something. It's got a picture of a watermelon with marijuana leaves growing out of it. Am I looking at the wrong one? Got, the other one's got a picture of pineapple. They, look, they don't look like pot leaves. They look like they look like they're Canadian maple leaves. They're Canadian you know, watermelons. You know what my favorite flavor of gummy bear is? Maple watermelon. <laughs> All right, so toxicology tests showed Chen had a high level of THC, the active ingredient in cannabis, in his bloodstream, prosecutors said. I'm still amazed he made it home. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, that's what I don't understand. It's like the police found him by the side of the road, passed out, but then they let him go home and then arrested him later? Yeah, wouldn't it be easy then at that point to just, like, sleep off the THC? Yeah, I just, it's so confusing, right? Yeah. Chen told Judge Nadidi Moses on Tuesday that he had no idea he had been snacking on anything but regular candy. I like how he's like, yeah, this is a, a brand I normally get. I normally get Habrio gummy bears. I usually get Sour Patch Kids and Smokey's Edibles. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know it was marijuana, Chen said through a Chinese interpreter, according to Hearst Connecticut Media. I didn't know. Maybe well, he doesn't even maybe he doesn't speak English. I think that's the problem right there. Is he's like all treats in America you need ID to buy and cash that's, only. That's how you know Smokies is doing a great job in their marketing. <laughs> <laughs> They're selling their product without people even knowing, just looking right at the package. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, is that skim milk? I don't know. Oh, it's weed milk. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Moses ordered Chen held in lieu of $25,000 bond and set his next court date for August 25th. Victor Chen... The manager of Go Go Sun Tour, the bus company, told Hearst that Jun Huan Chen had been driving for the Boston-based company for 10 years and had an exemplary record. Maybe he learned to drive high, so he's got to drive high to maintain. At least he pulled the bus over, right? He didn't put the people in danger once he realized he was passing out. But once he realized he was asleep. He doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, but he has a sweet tooth and likes candy, Victor Chen said. He likes candy and a little bit of the gambling. That's all. <laughs> this would never have happened a couple years ago, but now there's marijuana everywhere here, he added. Way to blame it on, like, your place's lax marijuana laws. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's all, it's the millennials. <laughs> They're coming all- they ruined everything. They come in here with their avocado toast and their weed candy. Next thing you know, I'm doing smack. 
Yeah, right? This guy would have been, uh, he would have been staying up for six days straight like he normally does after his casino visits. <laughs> he would have been two-time champion of the Go-Go Tours Exemplary Record <laughs> Club. What do you think about this, Louie? I mean, I'm glad everyone's safe and no one died. Yeah. I think it's a little stupid that he got 38 counts of reckless endangerment. It seems like he got one for each person. It's like, it's a tour bus. Maybe just one. Yeah. Or B. Like a Rico. Give me a Rico for the tour bus. <laughs> yeah. Or just like figure out how many like livable years people had left. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a toddler. We had a 75-year-old. Yeah, we a had a 93-year-old. The 93-year-old, you shouldn't get a full life engagement. What is the toddler doing at the casino? And we had a yeah, right? We had a heroin junkie. <laughs> they got two years to live anyways. Yeah. So really, it's like 16 years he could have killed. Yeah. I just think it's a little much. And I think like letting him drive home and then arresting him later, like that is even more ludicrous. Yeah. It's like either arrest arrest him there or don't arrest him at all. That's silly. That's kind of my theory and everything. Arrest him then or not at all. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. This story comes from Cairo7.com. That's a news source more reliable than disposing of a body in a baby nursery. You don't think that'd be a good place to put a, a body? Like, what's up with that six-foot-tall baby? He's just tuckered out from climbing <laughs> yeah, out of the birth canal. Say a full person's body, <laughs> a grown person's. A body's a body. They come in all forms. They come in all shapes and sizes. So this story does involve a murder, folks, and we're not trying to make light of, make fun of someone being murdered, but it is kind of, kind of a wild story. So yes. we're going to do our best here. And it says, Deputies, South Carolina man died of heart attack while burying body. That's crazy. First of all, who buries bodies anymore? It's all about acid and lye nowadays. Right? Yeah. After Breaking Bad, you always just dump them in the vat of acid, right? Yeah, you just dump them in the vat of meth. That's how yeah. you do it. Days after two bodies were found in a South Carolina backyard, sheriff's deputies said that one killed the other and then died while digging a grave. All right. So here's the thing. Whenever I bury bodies, I always go to my doctor and do the stress, the lung stress test where I yeah. have the tube in my mouth. While I run on the treadmill. Just make sure I'm good. Good to go. Yeah. You know, you got to go through that checklist. You know, number one, am I healthy enough to take the stress of moving the, that heavy of a body? <laughs> exactly. It's am I pregnant? No. <laughs> <laughs> Deputies with the Edgefield County Sheriff's Office told WJBF they believe Joseph McKinnon strangled Patricia Dent inside her home and then was burying her in a backyard when he had a heart attack and died. Which is kind of crazy. I bet the strangling is what put him over the edge, though, because that takes a lot of I think a lot of effort to strangle someone. You can't like if you get winded, you can't take a break. You got to power through. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I do think that, you know, I have always said that, actually, when I've been out in the yard digging holes. I'm like, man, this this is so much easier than strangling somebody. That, that's yeah. what, what your uh, trainer says to you when you're like, push it through the last mile. This is so much easier than strangling <laughs> someone. 
Deputies were first called to the Trenton home on Saturday when a man was reported lying unresponsive in the yard. The News and Observer reported when officers arrived, they found Joseph McKinnon, 60, who lived in the home. This dude is making so many rookie mistakes. You don't bury a body in your own yard. Yeah, my question is, is who called that that they saw him down, right? What's well, that a neighbor, right? No, it just says deputies were called. Oh. So it's we don't know who made the call. And if they saw him lying down, wouldn't they have seen the other body? Yeah. In a statement to WJBF, deputy said, while investigating the death and making notifications to next of kin, a second body was located in a freshly dug pit. Officers identified the second person as Patricia Dent, who also lived in the home. That's the messed up thing. They're like, we're look, we're trying to reach Patricia Dent to tell her that this dude's dead. Oh, there she is. <laughs> uh, we're here to tell Patricia Dent that she won the lottery. Is she here? <laughs> yeah. oh, she's in the hole. Sorry. Sheriff deputies told the News Observer that McKinnon strangled Dent, then bound her and wrapped her in a trash bag before putting her in the previously dug pit. So he wasn't digging the pit. He was covering up. I guess investigators told WRDW they believe that McKinnon had the heart attack while covering the pit and died on the spot. Okay, so we almost pushed through. All right, so here's what I think about this. A, don't kill anyone. B, I feel bad for Patricia Dent that you had to get murdered. But I'm glad this guy got what he had coming to him. I say we just throw his body in that hole and then whatever, forget about him. Yeah. I, I, or we reanimate him like Frankenstein and then strangle him and then throw him in the pit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of wild, man. And, uh, well, hang on. How long is it going to be before people who are like really pro death penalty are going to be like, we could clone the murderer and then hang him. If he oh, yeah. before that would be amazing. <laughs> but then they would have to have the memories of the original one because otherwise you just created somebody and then you're just going to kill him. And they're like, I, what? I just got here. <laughs> you you got to raise him to, to whatever. He is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's kind of crazy. Yep. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? You can catch me from the 23rd to the 26th, performing at the Yuba Sutter Fair in Yuba City, California. If you listen to this podcast, that is walking distance to the place where I took the famous ghost photo. Oh, yeah. The ghost photo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I think there'll be more ghost photos. I hope so. Well, last so last time I was here, me and uh, our friend Jason and a couple other people were bored because there's nothing to do in this town. So besides take ghost photos, but we're standing at the hotel pitching quarters against the wall, like gambling, and all of a sudden, all these cop cars come out of nowhere, like screech so halt us. We're like, oh crap, dude, they're gonna bust us for gambling, and they all jump out and like, you guys shooting guns? We're like, no. And they'll hop in their car and drive off. Because <laughs> anyone who was shooting guns is going to say yes. <laughs> it was so weird. I love how that's the... Oh, crack the case. <laughs> Where can they catch you? You can... Uh, if you want, folks, I am doing a virtual tour of the Museum of Curious Things. That's my touring oddity museum. And that is happening today when this is released on the 21st. So if you want a link to that, send us a message right now. Get on it. Right at this moment when you're hearing it. And hopefully I can send you. I think it's good for two days, but I'll send you the link and then you can see a little virtual tour 
of the museum. I'm also currently performing on the Disney Wonder, which is up in Alaska um, till the 24th. On the 25th, I'm doing a corporate event in North Bend, Oregon. And then on the 27th, you can check me doing some uh, libraries in person on the Oregon coast. So if Ooh. you are out on the Oregon coast, uh, come to a library. That yeah. Then these libraries are like smaller than this studio where we are recording. <laughs> it's like nine, nine so you, people. You, you have to bring the kids in one at a time to Pre- do the show. Pretty much. Like, we'd have more space if we did it in my car. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, folks. Hey kids, hop in this van. Yeah. You want to see a comedy stunt show <laughs> and a puppy? <laughs> If you have any stories that you want to send us, you can do so by sending it to info at oddandoffbeat.com. If you have any questions or concerns, or if you want to sign up for our Patreon, all you do is click on the Patreon link on our website, which is oddandoffbeat.com. Yeah, for as little as a few bucks a uh, a month, you can get postcards from the road. Matt will invite you to his library Yes, in my van. In his van with the puppy. (laughs) Other than that, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeats podcast.